Welcome to Pathway to Faith Podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. Tonight, I want to minister on clarity of family. I want to minister for a brief moment on clarity of family. Of family. Say that with me. Say, say it again. Clarity. Bring clarity about what a family is and where it came from and who started it. Where did the family start and who ideal was it about the family and what did they mean and what were they after when they created the family? And what was the family designed to fulfill? We need clarity. Because everything today is trying to be redefined. Can somebody say amen? Go ahead and put up nugget number one, please. I think I have three or four. Nugget number one. Ready? Read. Read it again. Now, 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 you'll get in trouble with the modern culture saying this, but it is still the truth. And if you're bold enough, would you say it for the third time? God is what? God is what? God is the architect. What else is he? He's, he's, the, he's the creator. He's the architect. He is the creator of the family. Are we clear? Because if we don't agree with this, nowhere I'm going tonight, we're going to be able to be on the same page. We have to come to the conclusion that Jehovah God is the architect. He is the creator of the family. Can somebody say amen? In other words, Family is not America's idea. And family was not man's idea. And family was not woman's idea. Are you listening to me? Family was not the Congress idea. And family was not the Senate's idea. And I know I'm going to make some of you mad. But family was not the President of the United States idea. God is the architect and the creator of the family. Family was not Lucifer's idea. Family is God's idea. And Satan hates everything that is God's idea. And his ultimate goal and objective is to destroy God's idea. As a matter of fact, family is so profound to God that God instituted the family. Somebody say family. Before he did the church. Family is is so important to God 
That's why Satan hates it. Because no society is any stronger than its families. No local church is any stronger than its family. Your personal family isn't any stronger than your family unity. And Satan hates family. And the way you destroy family is to institute uh, the lack of unity or disunity or disruption or confusion or chaos. Oh, Jesus. Is this good? Nugget number two, please. Nugget number two. Ready? Read. Tell your neighbor next to you. Say marriage is God's idea. Now look up here, singles. Don't embrace this new age spirit. You run around talking about you don't want to get married. Yes, you do. And don't let anybody embarrass you if you're not married to make you start lying. Yes, you do want to be married. And God wants you to be married. And God's got somebody for you. Don't believe the lie of the devil. Talking about all these men. I don't need all these men. You just need one. There you go, girl. But there's men everywhere. I don't care about men everywhere. I just need one right here. Are you listening to me? And don't let the devil deceive you that God hadn't created a man that'll love you. The devil is a lie. If God created you, he created a man too that'll love you. So if somebody say, are you married? Said, I'm getting ready to be. In my neighborhood, we would say, I'm fixing to. <laughs> Some of you don't understand what that means. But. Are you listening to me? Well, if you're a man or a woman and you're getting ready to get married, then you ought to prepare yourself. So if you're believing God for a husband, you're believing God for a wife, prepare yourself physically. Come on now, you can't even run around the block. You can't even walk two blocks without losing your breath. Prepare yourself physically. Prepare yourself spiritually so that while you are in the process with your spouse of getting to know one another, you won't be so agitated where you get in the flesh because you're spiritual. And God won't bless you with a man or a woman and then you run them off with your mouth because you're not spiritual. Because he won't be perfect. She won't be perfect. But you have to be spiritual to give them time to adjust in making you a priority other than just themselves. 
Jesus. You have to prepare yourself financially. Jesus, I know they won't like this, but, but no woman want a broke man. All right, lady, keep it loud and don't get silent on me either. And, and no man want a broke woman. Come on, tune it up, tune it up. Tune it up. Because God's not sending him to get you out of debt. Somebody's hollering on the front row, you better tone it down. You're going to be in trouble in the parking lot. I see his wife now. What are you doing? Talk, holler like that. <laughs> Who do you mean? I ain't heard you holler that loud since you've been at Harvest Church. <laughs> Glory to God. Are you listening to me? So you have to prepare yourself. I, I had an individual said to me, I'm preparing myself for my, for my mate. And I'm preparing myself. I, I'm trying to say it in a way so you, because some of you are smart, you'll be connecting dots. <clears throat> I, how do I know that they've been preparing themselves like I've been preparing myself? That was the question from the individual to me. How, do, how will I know, Pastor, that they are preparing, have prepared themselves like you've taught us to prepare ourselves? And I said to the individual after some meditating and asking the God to put a word of wisdom in my mouth for them, I said, when you meet them, the way they've been conducting their lives will parallel with the way you've been conducting yours. So if you've been saving and they've been spending, you've been planning and they don't know what it means. Who Jesus? Who Jesus? Give me another nugget. Give me nugget number three, please. Ready? Read. Modern culture is trying to redefine and throw it off. Throw off what? Marriage. So much so, the culture is becoming so perverted that even people in church are starting to embrace shacking up. At the harvest. And they think that they're getting by by not coming to church. They don't come to church because they're hiding from me. And I'm not the one they should be trying to hide from. But the one they should be trying to hide from, they cannot hide from. And God sees it all. And I didn't come to put you down or anything, but I came with a word of the Lord to try to get your dry self to come alive again as under God. 
and, and rededicate yourself to holy living. And if you're with a man and that's not your husband, I don't care if he's not married. You didn't hear me. I don't care if you're with a man and it's not your husband. You didn't hear me. And he's not married. If he's not your husband, you're wasting time and you're with the wrong man. Or the wrong woman. Nobody is supposed to know you like that but your spouse. Are you listening to me? Nobody is supposed to know there's moles on your body right there. But your spouse. And if you have become comfortable with somebody looking at something on your physical body outside of covenant, then there's something drastically wrong with you. That a man or a woman that you're not in covenant with, you're okay with them looking at things that only a covenant person is supposed to see. Did I give the video department, did I give them nugget number four? I did? There we go. Come on, ladies, help me. Eve is never to be without a covering. Ooh, Jesus. This is not my message tonight, but when the time comes, I'm going to preach between the difference between a covering and a lid. But, 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 let, let's go ahead to 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Because some people married a lid expecting to experience a covering. Mm -hmm. Look at somebody and smile and say, don't miss next service. <laughs> there is a systematic satanic attack to destroy the traditional family. My wife and I was looking at something the other day. I mean, the, the commercial was touching. I mean, they, they, were, they were really setting us up because the first part of the commercial drew you in. You, you know, if you had anything in your heart, all the compassion, like, oh. And then before they finished the commercial, they stuck two women on you. And my wife, she looked at me and I said, I said, you, you know what they were doing? I said they were planting the seed. When you first see it, you're shocked, you're appalled. But they keep feeding it to you day and night. They keep feeding it to you day and night. Then after a while, you see it and it doesn't bother you. Are you listening to me? There is a systematic satanic attack to destroy the traditional family. The traditional family. 
say traditional family. <laughs> See, they're trying to redefine families, but there is a traditional family, and God hasn't changed that tradition. Now, let's, we're in 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter number 2. Boy, this is going to bless you here. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Look at, well, I want verse 4, but not verse 1. Now, now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one, look at verse 3, let no one deceive you. What did Paul say? He said, let no one, what? So the way you don't be deceived is to listen to what Paul is saying. That's what he's saying. Let no man, no one deceive you. How do you guard yourself from being deceived? Listen to what Apostle Paul is saying by the Holy Ghost. You see that, minister? He says, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. Come on now. You can't fall away from something you've never been connected to. You have to first be connected. Are you listening to me? You can't leave Harvest Church unless you were once a part of us. You can't leave God unless you was once walking with God. You can't leave the family of God unless you were once a part of the family of God. And Paul says, let no one deceive you. How do we guard our hearts, our lives from being deceived? By listening to what Apostle Paul said to guard ourselves from being deceived. Oh, this is good. And that the man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. We're not even dealing with that. That's talking about the Antichrist. Look, look at this. The son is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship. So Satan opposes everything that's God. And he's opposing now like never before. Everything just about that once was right now is wrong. It used to be wrong to kill a baby. Now it's all right. It used to be wrong to have a baby out of wedlock. Now it's okay. It used to be wrong for two women to get married. Now it's all right. It used to be wrong for two men to be living together like they're a man and a woman. But now it's all right.
and I don't care what government pass a law saying it's legally all right, theologically it is still wrong. And something happened in the spirit world when the most powerful man, one of the most powerful men on the planet stood behind his podium and made a decree that it was okay for two men or two women to get married. Something shifted in the spirit. It had never been said. No leader ever in the history of mankind, no country that has ever called itself a country since the inception of humankind had ever stood up as a leader and declared that two men could get married like a man and a woman and it's okay. It had never been done until we did it. And something shifted in the spirit world. And something is happening in our nation that is unexplainable, but it is diabolical. It is satanic that Christians are staying home as opposed to coming to the house of God. They're, they're not just staying. There is a satanic force that is at work to get them to deny what the word of God says. Forsake not the assemblies of yourselves together. But Satan hates everything that is of God. And if you look closely, he is literally trying to shut the house of God down. But my Bible says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against God's church. And when I say it's church, I'm not talking about this building. There are a group of people that the devil can't have. We are the church. We're living stones. And we can get up out of here and go across the street and have church in the parking lot. There are a group of people who will never stay home, who will never let the devil have his way in their lives. who will not yield to the seducing, seductive spirits of this world to cause us to become fragmented and get away from one another. Jesus said, we need one another. For we are the body of Christ. And I'm excited tonight to be a part of the body. Come on, somebody. So we see now that Satan opposes anything that is of God. Please, yes, have a seat. You stand and you make me think something's going on. 
Satan opposes anything that is of God. If your marriage was sanctioned or ordained by God, Satan will fight your house for every inch. And every day he'll present you an opportunity to exit. And you yield to it because you can't see. You don't fight anything that don't count. If your marriage wasn't going to make an impact on the kingdom of darkness, Satan would leave you alone. Listen to me. If your marriage is okay with the devil, the devil will leave you alone. God of mercy. But if he's fighting your house, if he's fighting your house, one good thing about if he's fighting your house, now you located him. Good God of mercy. You run and get your spouse and he's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's put him out. Are you listening to me? We were looking, where, where is he? Because I know he's up to something, but now we've located him. Good God of mercy. And you can't put the strong man out until you first bind him. And the word of God said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. For you have the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Jesus had the keys, but before he left, he gave you the keys. All authority, all power is in your hands. You don't need to leave your husband. You don't need to leave your wife. You need to put the devil out. Please have a seat. And so we're clear, aren't we? That God is the architect. Not the devil. That Congress don't tell me and define to me what family is. Are you listening to me? Television doesn't define and tell me what the family is. The gay community don't dictate to me what the family is. I don't care what you say, I'll say it again. The gay community don't dictate to me to define what the family is. The gay community don't tell me what the family is. God tells me what a family is and what it consists of. Are you listening to me? No senator, no congressman, I don't care how they vote in Washington, D.C. They don't define to me what family is. Family is whatever God. Are you listening to me? You can pass all the laws you want to pass, but this is a superior law. Come on, sit on down. I think we're clear now that God is the architect. I'm, I just sense in my spirit there's a lady here who needs to fight for her marriage. Don't roll over and play dead. Are you listening to me? The reason the devil is fighting because the devil knows what he'll be if he gets a breakthrough. And that's why the devil wants you to leave him because you're the intercessor. You're the one that's going to pray him loose. 
That old Jezebel in the job is trying to tie him up. But God has sent you into his life to get him loose so that he can fulfill his purpose. So don't leave him and then marry another man who's tied up. Get the one you got. Get him free. Good God of mercy. Get him free. Get your wife free. Get your husband free. Get your family free. Get your children free. Put the devil out. Stop running and fight. Stand to your feet and tell three people, stop running and fight. 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 I'm talking to somebody watching me in another in Ohio, in Michigan, in Alabama. Stop running and fight. In Africa, stop running and fight. In Haiti, stop running and fight. In Pennsylvania, stop running and fight. Stop running and fight. Stop running and fight. Stop running and fight. Now let's go. Our time is almost gone. Let's go to Genesis chapter number one. Good God of mercy. But we can't sit down there. Come on, get back to you. Go to three more people and tell them, say, stop running and fight. Go to three different people and tell them, stop running and fight. Come on, do it. Stop running and fight. Stop running and fight. To our E-Church, stop running and fight. Tell the people in your house. Tell somebody on your job. Stop running and fight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Sound like somebody ready to fight. Yeah, he's worth fighting for. Sound like somebody ready to fight. Yeah, she's worth fighting for. The kids are worth fighting for. Your family is worth fighting for. Your husband is worth fighting for. Your wife is worth fighting for. Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, please have a seat. Please have a seat. Bottle up that shout. Take it home. Shout in your house. Good God of mercy. <laughs> Glory to God. I done wore out my last pair of shoes running from the devil. I said I done wore out my last pair of shoes running from the devil. Amen. He's going to wear out his shoes now in the name of Jesus. I'm coming with the fire of the Holy Ghost and the word of God and my testimony about the goodness of Jesus. And they overcame him by the word of the lamb and by the word of the, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Somebody, the old saint would say, I plead the blood of Jesus. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. And the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. The word. 
the word. <laughs> Come on, tell somebody. You overcome by the blood. You overcome by the word of your testimony. Tell somebody about the goodness of Jesus in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, have a seat now. I got nine minutes. Go to Genesis chapter number one. Genesis chapter number one. We've settled it now, have we not? That God is the architect and the creator of the family. Jesus. I don't want to put anybody on the spot. But stop lying to yourself that you're okay by yourself. God's got somebody. Taylor made. If I had time, I'd, I'd have Amy Anderson come up here and kick this podium over. Good God of mercy. Are you in Genesis 1? So now we're clear that God is the architect, the creator of the family. And Satan opposes anything that is of God. That God is the architect. God is the architect and the creator of the family and Satan opposes anything that is of God. That's why this ministry, our fight has been the way it's been from the time we came to this city because when we came to this city, you didn't know, but the devil knew. And if we don't stop him, they'll affect the whole city. Now you'll be hard pressed to find any church in this city that don't do ministry like we do it. When we got criticized for praise dancers and a praise team, people left the church because we didn't have red carpet. And I can't tell you how many people left because we didn't have a choir. We didn't have a choir because we didn't have enough people for a choir. So I played cassettes. Not CDs that weren't invented yet. And when we played a cassette and the song was hot and we were having church and then the cassette comes to the end, we had to wait for rewind. And we stood and waited for it. Good God of mercy. Am I telling the truth, mother? Hallelujah to God. Are you in first in, in uh, chapter number one of Genesis one? Look at this. Now that we settle this thing about God, the architect, God, the creator of the family. Look at verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Uh, let them. Have dominion. Good God of mercy. Some of you didn't even catch it. Ooh, God. You see, there are things that you cannot do by yourself. 
even when it came to ministry, Jesus sent them out. Mm -hmm. Because when you're fighting, you need somebody who's got your back. Good God of mercy. Baby, I got your back. Yeah, yeah, girl, I got your back. When you're, when you're in a real fight, you need somebody who's got your back. Because when I'm fighting, I don't, I don't need to look behind me. I got to know my helper has got my back. Good God of mercy. And the Holy Ghost, he's got your back. Good God of mercy. Look, look at this. Look at this. Now, now, I thank God for those who have tuned in. But, but I guarantee you, as much as you are experiencing in your house, it, it's, I can't explain the anointing that is in this. It's tangible. That's why you need to be in the house of God, around other believers with like precious faith. But look at this. And the devil don't want us to do it. And during the pandemic, he's convinced some people that they don't have to have it. But the devil is alive. We need one another. When I shout, I need to hear your shout. When you shout, you need to hear my shout. When I dance, you need to see me dance. When you dance, I need to see you dance. Because we need one another. Look at this. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every the cattle, and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. And he created, come on now. Come on, read your Bible. Come on, read what it says. He created male soul in the, in the mind of the architect. in the mind of the creator of the family. When he designed it, he designed it with a man, talk to me somebody, because God is not interested in any relationship that is not a producer. Could God have mercy. I'll say it again. God is not interested in any relationship that is not a producer. Because if you're not producing, you're cursed. So two men cannot produce. So it's cursed. Two women cannot produce. And in the eyes of God, it's a curse. God doesn't create anything. He doesn't bring anything together with not, without production in mind. There is something in your coming together that you are supposed to produce. And two men can't produce it. And two women can't produce it. And some of you ought to get real happy on our e-church to thank God that roosters don't want another rooster. 
Come on now, breakfast would be, would be canceled. Come on now. So if you just got rooster sense, cock a doodle doo. <laughs> Jesus. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. So now the first question arises is how was man created? Because we're clear God created man. But how was he created? You know, some people think he came from a monkey. Some people think that mankind came from the Big Bang Theory. You know, like we can go outside and grab two rocks and bang, and there's a person. So now the question becomes, how was man, how was man created? Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously and make this ministry outreach possible. Click the link in the description to give now or visit hcio.org slash podcast for more information. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Even tag us on social media at Harvest Church KC. Thanks again for listening.